Hello, hello everyone. Happy Saturday. For those of you who are new here, welcome to my podcast, Chat with Alice. If you're a returning listener, welcome back and thank you guys so much for your continued support. All right, guys, this is episode one of season one. Please bear with me. I know this episode is going to be a lot longer than the previous one that I posted. We've got a pretty fun topic today, but before I get into that, I just wanted to do a quick little catch up on how this week has been so far. So this week started off with a really long and dreadful trip to the ER, prompted by severe pain that I had in my lower abdomen. It was awful. And when I say I couldn't stand, I literally could not stand. So several hours and multiple tests later, I come to find out that all of this excruciating pain was caused by a ruptured ovarian cyst. Yes, it literally sounds just as awful as it felt. But after I was pumped with a bunch of meds and after they hydrated me, I was sent on my merry way back home where I rested for a few days before going back to work. And that pretty much sums up my week. Also, just a quick side note, does anyone else hate going to the hospital just as much as I do? I mean, I've got a lot of friends who are studying to become nurses or continuing their education to become doctors, and I just got to give them props because I get so nauseous at the sight of blood, I can't even look. And so when my blood was getting drawn, I was crying like a big baby, and I had to look away because I just couldn't stop being so dramatic. I don't know why, it just freaks me out. Anyways, now that I've shared that little snippet of my somewhat chaotic week, let's chat. I'm super excited. Today's episode is going to be about focusing on moving out, all the things I did to prep for the move, some of the ups and downs of moving to a new state on my own, all the feelings and emotions that come with being in a new place, and also just talk about friendships old and new. So here we go. So I'm going to start off by answering why I chose to move to Indiana of all places. First off, back in May of 2020, I had gotten my associate's degree from a community college in Livermore, and a few months prior to graduation, I had sent out a bunch of college applications and waited to see where I would get accepted to. Of all the places I got accepted to, I decided to choose Purdue because of their awesome speech program. At that time, I didn't want to get my hopes up in case I didn't get in, but once I got my acceptance, all the planning for the big move started. I can't even begin to explain the excitement I was feeling for the upcoming move and also the fear of just not knowing what to expect. I was really, really sheltered growing up and I didn't ever do much, let alone was never allowed to leave the house or be away from home. So when I got the acceptance, I literally ran with it. So flash forward to July 2020, I know it's super crazy because the world was literally shut down like three months prior, but I didn't want to postpone everything I had worked so hard in planning, so I decided to stick it out and just continue to move through the pandemic. And I also wanted to make sure I didn't miss a semester at Purdue, even though I knew everything was online, I just wanted to make sure that I was settled. I ended up landing in Indiana with an apartment already under my name, a job lined up, and my car along with all of my things packed inside of it waiting for me. Also, most importantly, I had saved up a lot of money to be able to do all those things. I had budgeted for the deposit and first and last month's rent, my plane ticket, the expense it would take to ship my car out, and everything I'd need once I got to where I was going. 
all of this was super overwhelming because again, I had never done something like this before. And if you'd ask me a few years prior if I would ever move out of the house before even being married, I would have said heck to the no because that's just what I believed at the time. So a few months prior to moving out, I had gone back and forth with the leasing office of the apartment that I wanted. Also, slight plot twist here, the lady at the leasing office totally lied to me. She said it was such an amazing apartment, full of college students, and super safe, which was not the case at all. It was filled with predominantly older creepy men, and there were constantly police around and neighbors arguing like every other night at around 2 or 3 in the morning. It was really crazy. Definitely made me put extra locks on my doors and got blackout curtains because I was so paranoid about people being able to see through my windows. But yeah, that's a little bit about uh, how I was super naive and ended up in a sketchy apartment and was also stuck in a 15-month lease. Lesson here, guys, is never sign a lease without doing a walkthrough to see for yourself and also tour the surrounding areas. I feel like that's super important. My complex was like literally next to nothing and it wasn't the best idea. But you know what? I lived, I learned, and I'm here. Plus, it was still a pretty awesome experience, and the sketchy apartment now holds so many memories. Oh, I should also add that it was really cheap to live there, and it was in my budget, so I guess I really got what I paid for. I very much recommend for you to not do what I did when it comes to moving into a new apartment in a new state in an area you have no idea about. If anything, maybe take a trip out to do some tours before signing or making any decisions at all. Before I move on, to talking about my job, I wanted to designate some more time talking about the whole experience of being in my own apartment. It was so crazy because I never thought it'd happen and just so much fun all around. I remember that first night being in my own place after a full day's worth of work. I got in bed and just listened to the silence for a little bit. It was just such a surreal experience and in that moment, all the hard work it took to get there finally paid off. And then, boom, cue the sirens, the screaming neighbors, the meowing cats, you name it. I tell you, there was always something going on around there. But besides that, what really surprised me the most about being on my own was my inability to properly grocery shop. I was so shocked, it took me a few months to grocery shop like an adult. It started out with me buying so many different food items and never getting the time to eat it all before it went to waste. Or I'd either buy random items that I couldn't even make a meal out of because I'd always be missing something out of the recipe. Eventually, I just started to meal prep because it was easier. I didn't do anything too crazy though. I, I mostly just meal prepped for lunch. And then also I started shopping as needed instead of trying to plan ahead. The first week after moving in was just designated to me unpacking and buying all the furniture I had purchased. And I gotta say, I felt like Bob the Builder with my little pink Mouska toolkit, okay? Whipping out the hammer, the screwdriver, the nails, whatever was needed. All I needed to complete the look was a hard hat and Bob the Builder would have had nothing on my skills. Unlo uh, you know, uh, as long as I had the instructions. <laughs> Also, in regards to buying all the furniture and stuff, I blew through my money. I spent all of my savings because I was just too excited and couldn't wait. I don't think it was the smartest idea. If anything, I should have just taken my time with furnishing my place instead of purchasing everything all at once. I definitely don't re recommend doing that because financially, I was on very, very thin ice. So, 
After setting everything up, I still had a few days before I started work. So I did what any other 20-something freshly on her own college student would do. I adopted a cat from a trendy little cat lounge. This is the first time, guys, where I tell the epic love story about a girl and her fat cat named Phoebe. Yes, Phoebe with a capital F, capital B, because she's trendy. Let me tell you guys something about Phoebe, okay? Miss Girl was my best friend. She heard all the homesick tears. She yelled at Derek Shepard with me from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, she sat with me while I did my hair, got dressed, used the bathroom. You name it, she was there. Look to your left, Phoebe. Look to your right, guess who's there? Yep, that's right, my girl Phoebe was still there. She was the sweetest, rude, or rudest, sweet cat I've ever met. <laughs> It was only ever okay to pet her when she aggressively shoved her head into your hand, otherwise you were literally dead to her. She would also terrify me. I'd be like half asleep and she'd creepily pounce on the bed and try attacking me. What she didn't know though is that I'm a ninja and also a super light sleeper, so I was always prepared. She really became a means of support and comfort and I loved her so much. She went to sleepovers with me at times. She even spent time with my friends when I would be out of town. And you guys, I cared about her so much that I actually risked my life for her one time. Let me just explain to you what happened real quick, okay? One day, I come home and there's a big hornet flying around my apartment. Long story short, I ran into my room and hid, put on some armor, you know, extra layers of clothes because I did not know what kind of battle is about to go down until I remembered Phoebe was out there all alone, all defenseless, and probably just as scared as I was. So I ran back outside of my room to get her and ran back in where we both hid while I frantically called the front desk lady telling her to please send some maintenance guy to come and kill this huge intruder in my house and you know of course they say if you want something done right you got to do it yourself what ended up happening was the maintenance guy came said the hornet left and he just left the bug spray for me well five minutes after he left I heard buzzing and I literally saw it flying across my living room my heart stopped so I grabbed the can and I just sprayed until that thing was dead on the floor I sprayed and screamed and screamed and sprayed until that thing was empty and the bee or the wasp or whatever you want to call it was deader than dead. So yeah, that's the story of how much I loved Phoebe and how I saved her. I, you know, used my selfless act of self-defense. Unfortunately, guys, after so many twists and turns, my poor little Phoebe could not come back to Cali with me. But rest assured, friends, she is living her best life with a good friend of mine who is also a college girl just doing her thing. So Phoebe is well-loved and well-taken care of. Alright guys, the next thing I wanted to talk about was my job. As for work, I made sure to start the interviewing process a few weeks before moving out to Indiana, so I had all of my interviews via Zoom while still living in California. Once I got the job offer from the company that I wanted, I immediately accepted and also had them make my start date a week after I flew in, just so I had time to unpack and build all of the furniture I ordered, and also familiarize myself a bit with the town before getting into a consistent schedule. I have to say, I really, really loved the company I worked at. I met such amazing people all doing amazing work and really changing the lives of the kiddos we worked with. For those of you who may not know, I worked at a center as a behavioral therapist for children on the spectrum. I also ended up meeting two of my best friends there, which was a big bonus. I just worked with such great people who I still keep in touch with every once in a while as well. 
The kiddos I work with stole my heart every single day and reminded me what it's like to just love unconditionally. Nothing was better than showing up to work and having one of my little clients say, me love you, especially when I was all homesick. It just made my day. Sometimes I wish I could just check in and see how they're doing, but unfortunately, I have no means of contacting them. Alright guys, regardless of all the things I've spoken about this far, one thing I'll say is that none of it would have been possible without the support from my friends and family, whether it had been help with the hands-on planning or just moral and emotional support. I remember the first time visiting California, I think it was literally like three months after I moved out, I had surprised my family by just showing up really late at night at their doorstep and I was met with an, oh my god, what are you doing here? I thought it was so funny. Traveling just started to become a routine for me. I didn't ever want to go too long without seeing my family, so I had to get used to all the like flying back and forth and also getting familiar with the whole renting a car process. Newsflash, they charge you extra money for being under 25, which I thought was super rude. And I think there was one time I paid like 800 bucks just to rent a car for three days or something. Maybe it was five days. All I know is it was way too expensive, but you know, anything for the fam man. One thing I really struggled with during my move aside from all the homesickness was just losing relationships, losing friendships I thought I'd have in my life for so much longer. But somewhere down the line of my year and a half of being in Indiana, we kind of just stopped talking. And if, it, if we didn't stop talking, there was just a noticeable shift in the relationship where we weren't as close as we used to be. It was definitely a gradual falling out. Nothing major ever happened. There wasn't ever any arguments where it was like, oh my God, I hate you. It was very much just, you know, it was time. I still very much love them and wish them all the best, but I've realized that there are moments in life where the people you were once surrounded by just aren't meant to move on to the next chapter with you and that has to be okay. I don't think either of us meant anything by it. I just understood that we all had busy lives and we're all entering this new phase of life where relationships either stayed strong or just crumbled. And unfortunately, I did lose some pretty great friends along the way. Again, no hard feelings or anything, just simply stating what happened. Also, that just applied to a few friends. That was just my experience with how long distance can impact some friendships. That really only applied to a few. Um, I still have amazing, amazing friends in California who I love very much and I try to see as often as I can or when our schedules allow it. But yeah, aside from all of this newfound glory, freedom, and independence I had from moving out, there were definitely a lot of low points for me, especially being on my own and being so far away from family. I was in this new state, I started feeling like my friendships were going to trash, I didn't know anyone around the area. There were times where I was just super homesick and contemplated on whether or not I made the right choice moving out there. Then there was also this added pressure, this whole reason that I moved to Indiana was for school. But fast forward somewhere down that line, I lost focus of that goal and started to feel really guilty. You know, I put in all this work to get to this state to be on my own, only to end up wanting, not wanting to pursue what I had originally gone there for. It definitely took a toll on me and messed with my self-confidence and landed me in some tricky emotions of confusion and uncertainty. It was like my whole life shifted because of this one kink in the plan, and the kink just so happened to be me questioning how important school is to me and if that was really what I wanted to study or where I wanted to be. 
It took me a good six or seven months before I finally started to feel okay with my choice, and I think I just needed time to get over that transitionary period of getting used to the new area and being away from my home for the first time. It was really hard for me to deal with being away from my siblings. You know, I'm the oldest of five kids, and up until the point I moved out, I did everything with my siblings in mind. You know, I was put on this pedestal, and I had to be their role model, which was a job I took to heart. There were moments where I got really anxious because I felt like I was missing out on their growing up. So cringe, I know, but we're just so close and I had never been away from them for so long. My siblings are literally my life. I would do anything for them. So that's why it was just so difficult for me. After finally settling in and dealing with all of my weird inner turmoil moments, I found that I had made some pretty amazing friends and had such awesome experiences. You know, I went out to bars and danced like nobody was watching. I tried new hiking trails that made me feel like my lungs would burst, but it had such beautiful views, so it was okay. I went to places that I never thought I'd go to and had such amazing experiences with the people I traveled with. We went to Nashville, Gatlinburg, Mexico, Kentucky, and let me just say, I'm not a farm girl at all. But all it took was one trip to Kentucky and I was picking eggs out of a basket while a chicken awkwardly stared me down. So after all the chicken stuff and the bar stuff and the life experiences, things started to take a turn. My lease was coming to an end and I had to figure out what my next move was going to be. It definitely was really hard for me to say goodbye to my first apartment. It was bittersweet and I remember a good friend of mine coming over to help pack and just take a lot of stuff to donations. We ended up having a mini photo shoot just to commemorate my leaving the apartments that gave me a run for my money. I felt like I was letting go a big part of this chapter and was just so uncertain about what was going to happen next. So what did end up happening next was I moved in with my best friend and her family which turned out to be so much fun. They became my second family and were basically my home away from home and I'm so forever thankful to them for opening their doors for me and just really making me feel like I was one of their own. There was never any awkwardness and they were always looking out for me. I just had such a blast. You know, growing up, I was never really allowed to have any sleepovers, so living with my best friend and her family was awesome. It was like a slumber party every day. My friend and I, we worked at the same place, and we'd always carpool, we'd all take turns making dinner, and surprisingly enough, some of the funniest moments included her dad trying to teach us how to, lawn, how to mow the lawn and work a leaf blower. You guys, aside from all the fun in those few moments of living with them. I was also contemplating my next moves and really debating on whether or not I would move back home. I had a lot of other stuff I was dealing with, which I may or may not make another episode on, but ultimately at the end of the day, I did decide that it was time for me to move back to California to be with my family. So you guys, I could go on and on about my experiences in Indiana. If you guys have any questions, feel free to contact me on different social media platforms and maybe I can hop on and do a quick Q&A. If you take anything away from today's podcast, I hope you take the chances in front of you and deal with the logistics as they come. Take the trip, take the job that might seem a little intimidating and go where you want to go and just be who you want to be. At the end of the day, what's meant to be will be And we just got to do the best with life as it comes. I am an overthinker by nature. I always think of worst case scenario. But if I had that same mentality while I was planning my entire move, I would not have gone through with it. I wouldn't have done it. So my advice to you, I'm sure you may have heard it elsewhere. Just 
do it. Okay guys, well that concludes today's chat for episode one of season one. I look forward to chatting with you guys again next Saturday. I still have yet to decide the topic, so please stay tuned to find out what we'll be talking about next on Chat with Alice. Again, thank you guys so much for your continued support and I am wishing you all a wonderful, wonderful week. All right, chat soon. Mm -hmm.